Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the podcast, a podcast for skint millennials. I'm Robin Vinter, founder and editor of The Overtake. I am Grace Holiday, a freelance journalist and content writer. I'm Rick Worth, a writer and journalist. And I thought Robin was going to pick up that line there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's yeah. this week's theme, guys? Um, this week we're talking about education. Ooh, yeah, meaty. Which is, yeah, a very mm. meaty topic. First, we should probably mention that we were supposed to have an episode last week and we didn't. Um, and it was because we had a guest host. Come on, come up. on. It was 50% Rick's fault, 50% Grace's fault. Just say yeah. it. So, oh, yeah. Gra- well, Grace was on holiday, so we'd like establish that that was happening. Some of us had the flu. Some of us were jet setting in <laughs> India. <laughs> I should say, though, because people are going to be like, how is she on holiday if she's a povo? Yeah. The first trip to India was a press trip. Yes. And the second trip was £300 each. Yeah. So... Well, you, did, you did talk about that in depth. Yeah, I did. I did. Episode. So, so please don't judge me as a fake povo because no. I'm not fake. No. <laughs> um, we had lined up a guest host, but he was too much of a celebrity to be <laughs> able to come along. Um, no, he got he got sick and then he had to do some telly. He got his wang out and then he yeah. got sick. He did. Yeah. The two events were not related. No. Or were they? Were, were, Jed, they? were they? Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, so he had and he had some TV in the afternoon that he had to do. So he sacked us off, basically. Yeah. I mean, look north over the podcast any day, let's be well, honest. I, I, have a lot, I have a lot of time for look north. Michael Burke got a lot of time for... Is it still Michael Burke? Or maybe I'm not. Know who Isn't it is. Harry Gration? Yeah, oh, Harry Gration's the main. Harry Gration's my god. No, wait, which one's which? Because there's the BBC one, and then there's the ITV one. What's oh, that? not the ITV. He watches ITV. What's the ITV one. Oh, good luck. Calendar. Oh, Calendar, no. I mean, yeah. even its name is shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of true. shit things, should we do our punch up? Oh yeah. So segue. <laughs> Grace has the punch up. What's made you annoyed this week? It's the same curriculum for that you teach now. That's at least 16 years old when we were yeah. all at school. Yeah, so so how old am I now? So 12 years ago, I did Of Mice and Men and an Inspector Calls, and 12 years later, they were still uh, doing those two There are people who weren't even alive when we were at school learning these yeah. books still. What? Anyway, yeah, because they're, what are they, like 13? I've got 13 to 16-year-olds. Yeah, so mm. how long ago is it when you were at school? I was, when I was... Yeah, she's doing the math. She didn't do math. math. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm almost thirty. So seventeen. So yeah, there could be so a seventeen-year-old year now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And it was it was going a few years before we were. We're like, yeah, yeah. fucking yeah, years Yeah, I'm pretty years. sure. Oh, do you know what? I know for a fact that my brother did of my cement because I took his copy to school with me. Mm. And my brother is 38. Oh, wow. So... I mean, it's a good... I don't have any problem with people doing the same books over and over again because they're, they're good books. Yeah. But it's we need just, others as well. Yeah. And yeah. the few things that I think have been changed recently with the curriculum have been things like kids now have got to learn a poem like off the top of their like off the top of their heads and it's like some kids if we had to learn a poem off the top that's not weird is it you had to but you had to be able to recite a poem yeah we like, had to voluntarily go and find a poem maybe like so there's a difference between i think just having to learn say read five novels because they're on the curriculum mm. and reading five novels to either understand the historical yeah. importance or developing a love of reading I don't think it was on. Well, it definitely wasn't on the curriculum at yeah. the time that you had to know a poem off the top of your head. Maybe we just had a, now. maybe we just like an English teacher who was like, you made you, you do you it. go and do yeah. this, and you'll all do it in class." Yeah, I cheated but, and learned "On the Ning Nang Nong" by Spike Milligan, ah, which is just a nonsense that's poem. Really <laughs> um, I do think there's some things yeah. that we're taught in school are really important. Like people are like, "Oh, who needs handwriting lessons?" No, let's do handwriting lessons because everybody yeah. needs to know how to write properly. But typing yeah. should also be on the curriculum, so should that now. like everyone can type correct because that's the thing a, te- a skill that you've got to teach yourself unless you go to like unless you do some kind of like office management mm-hmm. course yeah. um you've got to teach yourself typing and actually it's really hard i taught myself typing a little bit so i can actually type like touch type with my left hand but not with my right hand mm. so it's really weird and it doesn't really work i think they that every school should put aside one what do you call it not a Hour. like a block of the day lesson yes. period period yeah. Yeah. that was what's called isn't it one period a week on life lessons yeah like opening a bank account and stuff opening like that opening a bank so you, account yeah. what, do you know what when I was this is really embarrassing but I refuse to be embarrassed by it I was 22 and I called my mum and went mum I need you to explain to me what a mortgage is because I still don't understand mm. and I was like I can't ask anybody else because I'm 22 I have a degree I should definitely know this by now but I don't understand what they are and I don't understand how they work and I don't mm. understand how you get one yeah and I yeah. was like pretty well educated by that point yeah. I'd been through GCSEs A-level and university and I didn't know what I knew what a mortgage was but you shouldn't like we should be teaching kids those basic things because you need to know that more than like how to make a woodlouse grow which yeah. I also learned. Was learnt. that a thing we learnt? Oh. Yeah, we did like oh, a semester cool. on the Woodlouse. That's a weird school. Yeah. Although, I mean, having said that, not one, like we're not going to be able to get a mortgage now. So maybe, yeah, so maybe, <laughs> maybe that would be a waste thing. of yeah. time. There was a lot of Woodlouse in Turkey, so yeah. I guess, you know, it all worked out. maybe they got it right after all. Yeah. <laughs> what was your school like? Fucking awful. Yeah. Was it a low, uh, what, no, what's the word? Like low ranking. No, so it was one of the better schools in Doncaster, but that doesn't mean anything. It was still an awful school. Mm. Um, But it was one of the better ones, which is why my parents wouldn't move me to another one because there wasn't much... I would have had a better better social life, but there wasn't much improvement in kind of education or teaching. I should say I did have some fantastic teachers, but they were... It was a ratio of like five to a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So mine was like slightly below average. I think it's got better actually since I was there, but it was slightly below average at the time. It was... Probably by the time I left, probably the worst school in the media area. Was that you that did that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ensured that it was the worst school. Um, yeah, worst school in the media area, but you wouldn't have had to go too far to find a, a worse school. So it mm. certainly wasn't a bad school. It just wasn't a yeah. good school. I mean, Doncaster is not a thriving hub of excellent educational establishments, no. is it? And neither is. No. Where, well, where I grew up. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Geisley, which yeah. was like a northern 
part of Leeds, but it's like a bit further out, so it's a bit more. It's not. It's not countrysidey, but it's like Straddling very suburban. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Rick? Our tier system was split into letters. So there's S band, T band, and H band, which goes first, ah. second, third. Then each of those was tiered into three. So the top set was SC. And then the second to top set was called SS. Oh my God. <laughs> All the letters did stand for something, yeah. but I was like, we had a, we had a one ninth of the children in our school were part of SS. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Um, I think the biggest problem at my school was the mental health of the kids. Like everybody, mm. like because I think back and I think my behaviour was my my problem. So like it. I was it was a bit confusing for teachers because on one hand I was in gifted and talented in some lessons I was an absolute angel like you mm. would you would have thought I was like the biggest nerd in the class but then it, if I if if there were other lessons where I felt the teacher like was disrespectful <laughs> I would cause trouble like deliberately cause trouble. you used to be like you so, disrespected me yeah it wasn't like that I come into like, your classroom I, yeah, and you're disrespecting I think, me you know I think I was quite mature weirdly quite mature as a child that I I could tell teachers that like didn't have any respect for the mm. kids but I wasn't mature enough to deal with that properly or maybe I just there was just no way of dealing with that properly so often I'd be in detention and one of the teachers from like my good lessons would be like what are you doing here and I'd be like yeah. you've got no idea buddy yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I had a similar thing I had to see a, a right. This is this is only half a story because I don't really remember why I had to do this. But I had to go and see a counselor for like a full year, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it's really unusual because you get all right grades. Uh, we just need you to see this person." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And there was definitely a reason why. And I remember mentioning it to my mum a couple of years back, and she was like, "Oh yeah, well you know that was difficult." And I have either suppressed my actions. Or suppress the actions of somebody else, um, or they just confuse. I did get confused for another kid, and had to do his <laughs> event in Sports Day one year. So I was like, maybe that kid's walking around like murdering people. Damaged, yeah, yeah. I was so like, maybe I was a fucking horror and just suppressed yeah. it. They but, just called you like John the entire session. Yeah, yeah, it was, was like, like Nick Worth that was supposed so, to be. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember like feeling the same thing. I was like, I decided I hate this teacher. And I'm yeah, better than them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like, I think really like when people are like, when people talk about mental health and stuff and I, as an adult, free to make choices, I don't think I've had trouble with mental health. Like if I've, if I've been miserable, mm-hmm. I could, I've made changes and I've made things better. And it's not to say that I haven't had bad times, but just that I don't think I've had like clinical depression. But I think either I was just so miserable the entire time I was at school or I had depression that nobody like could could treat or new do you think also though it could be that they presume that it was teenage yeah Yeah, maybe yeah which is very hard i think there are so many kids when you look back at the behavior of a lot of children there are so many kids who've quite clearly got mental health problems that either you know the teachers know that there aren't any resources for so they don't deal with or they assume the parents know about and are dealing with or they're scared of dealing with it yeah the minute that you take on somebody else's mental health problems that that's your burden for the rest of the time at the school exactly teachers have like I feel really bad for teachers because they've got a lot to do because they provide pastoral care as much as they can. Mm. And they just oh, yeah. asked way, I, I don't way think it's up to teachers to, yeah. to do that kind of stuff. No. Were you a gegger? Or a, a, that might be a too colloquial. Yeah, or like cool. a mosher. Oh, uh, I was somewhere like, in the middle. No, like we had moshers and different. townies. Um, yeah, I we was, had townies. I was probably on the mosher end, but I wasn't, I wasn't a proper mosher. Yeah. Um, but so, I don't know. Sometimes I she says that there with her black eyeliner. Black <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean you're a bit geggerish now. Yeah, I'm more of a gegger now than yeah, I was. Yeah, I mean, what on earth is a gegger? A mosher. 
Gag, 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 we didn't have. Can we talk about the etymology of that word? Yeah, we didn't have that word. So I don't really know where it comes from, but gigger. No gagger. Like a person that goes to gigs. Maybe, no. but get like no, your gags are like your spectacles around in Merseyside. But those ah. people don't necessarily wear more glasses. If anyone knows where the word gagger come from, yeah, message Kirk, me. Yeah. yeah, and say, I mean, musher makes a bit more sense. But from what I can recall, people didn't like being called mushers. Mushers. Well, the thing about a gagger is it was always a prefix with the word sweaty. Yeah, it was exactly. Like, sweaty gagger. Yeah. Sweaty gagger. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, literally no, never yeah. heard those words in my life. <laughs> you yeah. never heard the word sweaty you before? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> sweaty gagger. Did yeah. anyone from either of your schools ever, like, achieve anything? Like, bec- become successful or you know like did, did do you talking about secondary school so yeah because um, that's the thing that like a lot of really good private schools have where they are like these are the alumni and look at all the amazing things they've achieved and it really like inspires kids to be able to like yeah. you know we, achieve whatever we didn't have like any his, historical ones we no. had a few kids that had played for our local rugby team which uh, is say yeah. Alan's, say which Alan's is, rugby league which is quite a big in the rugby north. team yeah. <laughs> it's a big it's a big uh, deal yeah yeah, it's quite big, but in like a kind of sheltered way. Yeah. Uh, I remember a few kids from our year had even played like on the actual team and then one got kicked off for doing drugs, which is fine because um, it was mm. not anywhere. <laughs> um, but that was kind of, it, it, if you could be good at rugby and then go and have trials at the Saints, you were, you were probably considered a success, even though sports is such a fleeting success because yeah, 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 yeah. it takes one injury. Yeah. And then you fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. No one... Or just, you just not quite good enough to yeah. make the team and yeah to get on the roster and that's it yeah we didn't have any famous kids any famous or successful kids come no. out of my secondary no, school we didn't. although louis thomason did go to my sixth form so I oh guess. yeah he did say that kind of counts yeah. <laughs> we i've since learned like a decade after i went to the school i should say though he is the shittest of all of the x1 direction members i can't oh, let really? that pass without saying that mm. i mean nobody really fancies louis do they Which no i think a lot of them do really i think so the donny one I don't even know. Well, I'm, uh, no, is, there help, is, yeah. is there any so point So I know who's in is, and okay, I know yeah. Harry Styles. Exactly. See, this is yeah. exactly what I'm Niles saying. Now that blonde one. He's the Irish one. And then yeah. Liam's the one with, with, with Cheryl Cole. Yes. And then there's the other one, the shit one that you're forgetting. That's yeah. Louis. That's Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Louis. <laughs> <laughs> that's the exact point. Everyone's like, right, I know Zane, I know yeah. Harry, and then there's those two other ones, and then there's another one, is there? Um, but there's only like three famous people from St. Helens anyway, so we yeah, had... that's true. Yeah, no, there's not. There was like a, the school next to ours, the better school. Mm-hmm. Um, lot lots of successful people went there. Mm-hmm. But like, I since learned that afterwards. So my school did have one very good successful person who was. He used to be a chief economist at the Bank of England. I don't know where he still is, but when mm-hmm. I looked it up at the time, and I was like, why the fuck did they not tell us that? You know, like mm. imagine growing up as a kid thinking someone who went to the school is now chief economist at the bank of england yeah. like they just i don't know maybe they didn't yeah. know or like but it's like i think it's, it's, it's just like such a lack of like it they make you afraid to not succeed but they don't give you any like inspiration mm. to succeed i could be wrong maybe there's some really successful there might be yeah, yeah but you wouldn't know and that's, it doesn't matter does it? <laughs> yeah if you're from ridgewood doncaster and uh have become really successful please let me know yeah. i'd love to have a chat yeah. time france yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Not my school. Yeah. I checked. Yeah. I googled him. I did. Yeah. I love him. Tan, I love you. Come <laughs> home. We miss you. Yeah, um, I can message him and tell him. Yeah, please. I did interview him that time. I think when I have kids, I'm going. 
I'm going to be a parent that people would probably hate because yeah. I quite like the idea that all Americans are lied to until that they can be president, even though they obviously yeah, cannot be. Yeah, that's good for you, though. But I think it is good. In I mean, believing it as a nation is probably a fucking terrible idea. <laughs> but keeping it as that's a, how in, we got Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> and saying say to a kid, look, you, you're allowed to try and do whatever you yeah. want and there's no harm in failing. Yeah. Um, it's probably good because I because when I don't, you do, don't you think at school you were ridiculed for having any kind of like ambition. slight ambition? Yeah, but that's children though. I don't think that's teachers. I feel children like don't I think leave it was a pack. bit of both. I think it was like kids would ridicule you yeah. and adults would dismiss you. So I remember a few times like all different things that I wanted to do when I was kids. And like, did you ever have that thing where? Because I remember briefly I wanted to do performing arts. Um, and I remember having like in year 10 or whatever, you have a meeting with the like school um, careers advisor person mm-hmm. and the whole time, the whole thing about performing arts, she was saying, what's your backup plan? And let's let's chat through a backup plan for you. Maybe you could do this. Maybe you could do that as a, as a backup plan. And I was like, really, what you should be doing is helping me like say, you know, deciding what's what you need to go to for performing arts. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have been good at that. And I'm glad I didn't. In the end, I, but... I feel like it's so because they want to say to you, like, would you just not feel better just working as an accountant at KPMG? And you go, exactly. What you mean is, would I not feel better being a drone? No offense to those people, mm. but you would you yeah. would you not feel better just sacrificing your dreams? Yeah, like, yeah that's what exactly. Yeah. Saying to you. Yes. And I know not everybody like you know you can be incredibly ambitious and even do everything right and not end up being successful. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you don't want to live your life, or maybe it's my personality, but I wouldn't want to live my life thinking that I haven't done the things that I wanted to do just from yeah. like not yeah. being too afraid or not knowing how yeah and as a working class girl from Doncaster everything would have pointed to me never being able to make a success of myself as a self-employed freelance journalist by the mm. time I was mm-hmm. 25 yeah everything that I would have been talked out of that by anybody that mm. I ever suggested that to not that I did at the time I used to want to be an author mm. and I still do but that's you can still like do that. 10 years yeah <laughs> yeah but if they'd have said to me oh that you you know you can't do that maybe I would have listened maybe the same with my grades maybe I would have listened maybe I would have, would have ended up being being unhappy working a job that I hated and that's what really concerns me is that this country is full of people who've been told no so many times that when, yeah. when they were a kid they've ended up becoming a nobody in quotation yeah. marks or somebody and when I say nobody I mean that they feel like they've become a nobody yeah. 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 they yeah, wanted definitely. to be a saxophonist or a doctor or an astronaut and they've ended up working in a hairdresser's in Kent and they feel like it's too late as well like yeah. I think there's a lot of people especially who are our age and that's sort of what this entire po- podcast is about I guess but like you can by the time you've got to 30 you think oh I did want to do this I did want that's to do it, that then. but yeah I think 25 it. yeah I think oh, you hit 25 I honestly go, left it. uni and didn't get a journalism job straight away and I was literally like this is my life I've really <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the alternative in. is also well I want to say the opposite is also true because it completely just ruins everything we've just been saying <laughs> yeah. but I remember in year 11 we we had like a bunch of different English teachers and this new English teacher had come in, he was like the head of the department, he was young and he was cool and, you know, he started doing like media, lessons on media where he was like, oh, you know, here's why you should watch Tarantino films. Mm. It was like 15 years ago, so Tarantino was still like, wow, Ooh, look at these yeah, films. Yeah. He I wants... still love Tarantino, hang on. Yeah, you got to get up to date with the media students. <laughs> right, <laughs> anyway, so he was... Uh, he was like asking people what they wanted to be, and I think at the time I was I just started to get an interest in politics. So I said something in in politics. I can't remember what it was it exactly was, and he said no. And he was just I think he was just doing a joke. He's like no, um, you'll be you'll be a tax man. 
and you, you just kind of like ha 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 and it kind of carried on but ever since then and i've had opportunities to work in tax overseas i'd be like no, no fucking <laughs> never because it'll <laughs> prove him right and i much preferred the other english teacher was older and stuffier it was a sci-fi nerd yeah but was like would recommend books that weren't on the curriculum bringing it back around to the curriculum yeah he was like you should read this book because they won't let you me teach you it in school because there's things in it that they don't think 15 year olds should be reading there is a book right behind you there called the wind singer and that was a book that my english teacher gave me as an addition to the curriculum Mm -hmm. and i still have it and it's still one of my favorite books that i read when i was a kid so how did your perception change when you went to uni rick how did your perception change when you went to uni that's a good question. And Shall I'm I not t- going to repeat <laughs> it for a third time. I can talk about how my perception changed when I went to uni. Yeah. Um, I remember thinking, so I grew up, I was entitled to free school meals at school. Mm-hmm. I grew up like being probably one of the more well, or feeling like one of the more well-off families on our estate. And the, but I knew there were nicer areas of the town that we lived in. And I thought of myself as verging on middle class when I was mm-hmm. um, when I was at school and in sixth form. And then when I went to uni, I rapidly realised yeah. that I was not verging on middle class at all. Like someone on free school meals is not <laughs> is not verging mm-hmm. on middle class. And also that there's kind of a difference between middle northern middle class and southern middle class. Yeah. I discovered. Yeah, I could not believe the amount of money that some of those kids had, or like the fact that they had some money somehow from Swimming somewhere. Pools. I met people with outdoor swimming pools. Did you? Yes. Oh, I don't think I met anyone that... You went to a better uni though, didn't you? <laughs> I don't think I met anyone that I would. lived with a guy whose family bought a house with a swimming pool when we were in fourth year, final year, um, which was kind of a treat for us both. Mm. And I was like, oh, your family must be loaded. And he was like, oh, he's like... He re- he remembered coming from like a small house and then managing to get to a big house, yeah. which was nice. Yeah. Um, but I was just shocked that people owned cars. Like... Yeah, <laughs> like people who yeah. were like eighteen had, yeah, ca- had and not just car. like shitty yeah, bangers, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a car you might buy from from not a con man, yeah. from like a real car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like, you like, and you're like, oh, how did you, how did you pay for your driving lessons when you were when you were at school? Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, my parents just did it. Mm. I'm like, oh. Okay. Well, oh my god! I paid yeah. for every single one of my driving lessons over the course of like four years. It bankrupted yeah. me. I basically worked it's to so pay for driving lessons. Yeah, I did that while I was at uni, and that was a mistake. I yeah. still haven't passed. Ah, uh, yeah. I <laughs> people catch me quite often. I was like, oh, have you got to thirteen? You've not got a driver's license. I was like, do you know how expensive it is to yeah. learn how to drive? Yeah, especially when you know you know you can't <laughs> afford a car. <laughs> yeah, realistically, yeah. driving yeah. should be added to the curriculum. Everyone yeah. should be taught to drive oh, at school. Yeah, yeah. like well, how they are long... in America. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you would just, and then the workforce would all be mobile. And yeah, yeah. Would not be class. Yeah, stratus. but then would yeah. there be more pollution and more cars on the road? And yeah, probably. It's Maybe. a tough one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Poor people shouldn't move around to say Only the rich should be allowed to pollute. Yeah. <laughs> I read an article that. quite recently about the, um, they're talking about making university degrees only two years instead of three and i know that some people are like that's a great idea because it'll cost way less money i think it's an awful idea because the entire premise of the first year of university is to bring everybody up to speed so that everybody is at level is at level one to go into the final two years i think if we scrap the first year of uni and go down to two it's it's just going to be a nightmare and it's going to put working class kids like ourselves 
at a disadvantage because mm-hmm. we'll go and do French and we'll have to go straight into being at the level that everybody yeah, else is. Yeah, and I, I didn't go to like the kind of uni where like if you're a poor kid, if you go to somewhere like uh, Oxford or Cambridge, it, do, it probably does take you quite a while to acclimatise because you're not even used to being in that kind of environment, oh like yeah. a historic yeah. institution where like all the buildings are like listed and all that kind of stuff. I had like, a friend who went to Oxford or Cambridge, I can't remember which one he went to, but he really struggled through to Christmas. Like, he yeah. just dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah. I, when I first came to university, I was coming to actually study Japanese, which isn't what I studied in the end. Really? Yeah, and I studied it, and I dropped I dropped out um, because everyone could already speak Japanese. Because and, everybody was yeah. Japanese. And so, yeah, <laughs> uh, like, some people like lived in Japan for a year, so basically what they were teaching, and they were like, it, they were like first semester, you have to basically have, like, what you would have at GCSE Italian level okay. of, you know, that level of fluency. Um, but in Japanese, not in But Japanese, of yeah. course, yeah, which, <laughs> which involves... That's like the yeah. so weirdest stipulation. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but then, yeah, but then that involves learning two additional alphabets so you can yes. read Japanese. But then on top of it, like, oh, also you're also doing a full humanities degree at the same time because you have to do cultural studies. Cultural, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just hated everyone in my course, so yeah. I dropped out. How long did you last? Um, it's basically I got about halfway through the semester before I was like I want to change and I must have missed the deadline just because they were like you have to come back next year um... but what they made me they made me pay off the education I'd had for that those oh, couple of months sake. which was an alarmingly high amount of money to yeah. give to a 19 year old and say you've got to pay us like two grand because yeah. they wouldn't let me come back without paying it off so I had to pay it off before the next year started. Oh my god! And Where did you get back. that kind of money from? You just worked. I worked seven days a week for eight months. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck. I worked in a, a paper mill for five days a week, and then two days a week in a bar. And that, kids, is why you should go and check out the university. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. 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 But I don't think you would have known that about Japanese. No, no I don't think I would have known about the cars. Yeah. And the only reason I came to Leeds is because it was it was one of like nine universities that offered it as like a proper yeah. full course. Um, and Leeds at the time had like a really good music scene. So I was like, oh, best of both worlds. And like day one, they're like, you will never get to go outside. Don't say hello to the people you live with. They are pointless. Just to the <laughs> Japanese. Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talking of working, how many hours a week was it? Right, seven days a week. I couldn't remember the hours, but it was two minutes. I need to sign that form to say. I'm not breaking the law by working this many uh, hours. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Did we all work through university? Yes. So I started, I took a year out before I went to uni because I, oh, I wanted to do like performing arts stuff and then I decided that I didn't want to do it. And, and, I, and then I applied for journalism after. And Is I that what your degree was in? Journalism, yeah. So I worked in a call centre for a year before I went oh, to uni. God. Yeah, it was oh, it was not good. It was actually, you know what? Probably for a call centre it was fine, but it was it was an inbound call centre. So they ring you, which is better than an outbound yeah. call centre. And we did have to do some outbound calls, but most of it was inbound. And um, it was I don't know, like I, you know what? For a job, it was actually fine, but it's just a lot of it was sales, and I'm just shit at sales. Like I'm I'm not into forcing people mm. to buy stuff for my personal gain <laughs> for 10 percent. yeah exactly like i'm yeah. just not that's just not if it's 100 percent, really like. great but <laughs> yeah exactly um and uh, unlike even now the overtake like i only work with companies that i think fit with our ethos and like mm-hmm. oh, we wouldn't we don't take money from people who we don't think 
fit with us, which is why we've got no money. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I started, when I started uni, I still worked in the call centre, but I hated it. And it wasn't bad money, but I just wanted to get out. Mm. And then I got a job in a cinema um which That's yeah a nicer job you I know, know what people, people that i know that worked in cinema seem to quite enjoy it It probably by the end after like two years it was of oh, two two and a half years it was the worst job I, it felt like the worst job i'd ever had mm. but it was it, with all those kind of jobs it was the managers not oh you know God, like, there's a couple of good managers but yeah. yeah some of them were awful like, i swear you could work in like a mine but if you were working with good people it would still be better than working in a coffee shop with like the most horrendous maybe not a mine but maybe yeah i do know what you mean yeah we'll just we're not a bit minor. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah you're totally right and that and like the actual cinema job was fine like it was it was so basic that after a while you could just do it in your sleep and actually mm. sometimes i did have dreams about putting stuff through the till which was Oh my God, not yeah. ideal but um and I was good at it and to my knowledge my till never like the entire two and a half years that I worked there and I did probably about 20 it averaged probably about 20 hours a week my till was never out get you yeah I think that's pretty amazing the entire time that I worked that's there pretty amazing. yeah I am um, I worked for my full the full first two years at Royal Holloway because my third year was in America and I didn't have the right visa to work and for my final year I got back from America and was like I am going to get a first and I went around every single one of my mm-hmm. teachers and I went I'd like to have a meeting with you to discuss the fact that I am going to get a first <laughs> and you are That's going to amazing. help me get a first and I, here I am with my notebook and pen and you are going to tell me what I need to do to get a first mm-hmm. so tell me exactly everything I need to do so I didn't work in my final I year like, I think maybe it's not that she's a nerd it's that she's a jobs bus <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so in my in my first two years my first year I worked at Thorpe Park and I used to have to get up before it was light get two buses to Thorpe Park get on the kiosks at like eight o'clock and I would do doubles so I wouldn't leave until about 11 o'clock at what night. was the job was it pressing the button on the roller coaster no it Aww. was I was at the <laughs> booths outside checking people oh, that's checking boring. people's tickets Tickish. and occasionally I once spent six hours stood at the turnstiles, turnstiles just going thanks for coming get home safe thanks for coming get for six hours oh. literally and then I left Thorpe Park because I it was I was just oh no actually it shut for the season because I think it shuts in like November um and then I got a job I used to go to Thornton's in Staines and open up, work there from nine until six, well, nine until 5.55, lock up, go around, go around two shops down, two streets down, sorry, to uh, Pizza Hut, and then work at Pizza Hut until oh, Pizza Hut closed, God. and then I'd go home and work on a website that I was helping do content oh, for as well. God. And I did that my entire way through my second year. <laughs> That's it for our episode about education. If you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter and Instagram at the podcast, or you can email us on thepodcastuk at gmail.com. Make sure you send us your professions and problems because nobody did, and that's why we didn't have any this time, <laughs> as well as your feedback. Um, thanks to our lovely editor, Charlotte Nichols, and to ACAST, which hosts the podcast. Thanks also to our partner, The Overtake, which you can find at theovertake.com. Finally, thanks to you guys for listening. Yes, thank, thank you. you so much. Cheers, guys. See you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> we invite you to that. Bye. 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 Bye.